recorded live at 4 Z Studios Brisbane on 102.1 FM. And broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Zed Games. With 10 years experience and over 500 episodes, Zed Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Message us on Facebook at ZEDGamesAU. That's right, you're listening to Zed Games. My name is Hazel. And here in the studio with me are my dear friends, Caroline and Yay. Yeah. We have an absolutely jam-packed show tonight. We've got a review. We got news. We got another review. Oh my goodness! Amazing. There's just too much. How am I going to keep up with it? I don't know. They should give us more time. Mm. Ah, mm. Don't don't ah. ask too much. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's me. I ask for everything. But first things first, we have the news <gasps> from Toby. Thank you, Toby. This week in gaming news, Activision Blizzard goes free to play, Minecraft gets family friendly, and Nintendo goes big in a mini direct. Activision Blizzard's free to play news. Earlier this month, in an Overwatch press release, it was revealed that the new evolution would be going free to play to commit to an always on and always evolving era for many years to come. Since then, it has been revealed that they will be going against the model announced at BlizzCon 2019, where Overwatch Prime and Overwatch 2 could be played together. Rather, that because the monetization model will now be free to play, the release of Overwatch 2 on October 4 will replace Overwatch. The Overwatch development team have confirmed that content unlocked in Overwatch will automatically carry over, and matchmaking ratings will not be reset. In other news, the release of free-to-play Diablo Immortal in China, possibly the biggest market, has been delayed by NetEase at the last minute. It is speculated that this is not due to the newly found hidden mechanic of upgrading legendary gems pushing the average monetization cost to max upgrade a single character to over $500,000, but rather a Weibo post from Diablo Immortal's official account which translates to, why isn't the bear stepping down? This account has been banned from making further posts, and hosting company NetEase could see further restrictions by the government which could affect other Blizzard titles distributed by NetEase in China such as Warcraft and Overwatch. Minecraft gets the ban hammer out. Microsoft has upgraded Minecraft server moderation powers with in-game chat reporting, coming to realms and private servers in the 1.19.1 Java Edition update. Players will now be able to report in-game chat text for violations of Microsoft community standards from within private servers. These reports will be reviewed by moderators who have the power to ban accounts permanently from online play and may expand to the marketplace and Minecraft Earth. Players may also lose access to their own worlds as per Bedrock Edition Xbox bans. Reviews of bans will be available with players able to submit a case review if the ban does not infringe on Microsoft's community standards, invalidate the end user licensing agreement, or break the terms and conditions. Nintendo Direct Mini goes big. Nintendo had a Direct Mini Partner Showcase June 28, announcing several new games coming to the Switch in the next year. Some notable announcements were Return to Monkey Island is coming to Switch as a console exclusive. The highly praised and long-awaited game from the original developer and writer, Ron Gilbert, Return to Monkey Island was announced as launching first for consoles on Nintendo Switch this year. So while no release date has been set, it sounds like Switch players will be the first to walk the plank. Persona 5 is finally coming to Switch. After being announced at the Microsoft and Bethesda Games Showcase this year as coming to PC, Xbox and Game Pass October 21st with a Persona 4 Golden and Persona 3 Portable coming in the future, Switch fans were feeling left out. But after rumours swirling around for years, it has finally happened. The Switch port for Persona 5 Royale has been confirmed to be releasing the same time as Xbox, leaving only those with a Steam Deck and Switch able to go portable with this JRPG. 
Oh yeah, and Portal 1 and 2 are now out on Switch. So that's also a thing that happened. Don't forget to check out the links on our Facebook page at ZEDGamesAU to learn more about this or any of our previous news headlines. And finally this week in game releases. On Thursday June 30th comes comedic adventure cross-space combat game The Galactic Junkers to PC, Xbox One and PS4. The 30th is also the day of the DLCs, where Cuphead gets the delicious last course for PC, Xbox One and Switch, Monster Hunter Rise gets Sunbreak for the Switch, and Outriders gets the World Slayer upgrade for PC, Xbox and PlayStation. And Friday July 1st, the EA Sports Racing Sim F122 comes to PC, Xbox and PlayStation. Also on the 1st, the 8-bit collection Parasite Pack, containing 2D platformer Flea and the Grid Place Challenge Tapeworm Disco Puzzle, is coming to Xbox, PlayStation and the Switch. And that's all this week in gaming news. Thank you, Toby. Thank you, Toby. I, for one, am really glad that all the Overwatch stuff is going to carry over. Mm. Because yeah. um, I spent a lot of time playing Overwatch as an 18-year-old. Mm. I spent a lot of money playing Overwatch. <laughs> Yeah, we were just sort of talking about how... I, I spent no money. Same. My girlfriend bought it for me. <laughs> yeah, my boyfriend <laughs> bought it for me. I bought it for myself and uh, then bought many loot boxes because I wanted Witch Mercy. How old was I in 2016? Um, Three. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was an adult, but I was a child. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I'm keen to see Overwatch 2 and I'm glad that I'm not mm. going to have to spend money on it. Yeah. Yeah. Big same. Mm. Caroline, you're gonna spend money on it anyway. No, I don't <laughs> want to, please. No. Uh, but Minecraft, there's kind of a weird update to this, which is that servers are finding a workaround where basically the only reason this works is that Minecraft chat messages are signed with a cryptographic signature by the account that sends them. Yep. And that's the only way you can prove from the server logs that it's tied to that account, that that person actually sent it and it's not, you know, just spoofed. Yeah. And some server administrators have found, like, plugins and stuff, and some people have found, like, client-side mods that disable that. Yeah. So there's no cryptographic signature and any reported message from you goes nowhere. Okay. Ah, interesting. Mm. I mean, I'm sure they'll they'll figure out a way around that soon enough. There's always these yeah. sorts of things. With I'm sure there'll like be this, right? lots of patching, but yeah. I'm hoping that they don't patch it on the server side because there are a lot of servers that would be negatively impacted by yep. like having Microsoft level moderation on them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I I was never really super big on Minecraft, so I don't really like. Yeah. When I, mean, I hear about that, it, like, I'm like, I guess I'll, all I know is that we used to play Minecraft in my programming class in high yeah, school. Like the thing is that there's just a community out there of like yeah. thousands of servers run by enthusiasts privately for hundreds of users at a time yeah. and imposing Microsoft's moderation policies onto them out of nowhere would probably not go down very well. Mm. Yeah, that's fair enough. And then Nintendo... I, I guess games? Games. games. Yeah. Games. I, um, I'm a fan of games. But I can only ever, like, justify, you know, one game on the Switch each year and one game on, like, the PS5, and that's it, you mm. know? Yeah. They're really expensive. So you're listening to Zed Games, is that it? You're listening to Zed Games. You're listening to Zed Games. Hello, you're listening to Zed Games. 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 Perfect. Perfect. Thank you.
You're listening to Zed Games. My name's Hazel, and with me is Ronnie and Caroline. Hey. And I'm wondering, hey. what have you been playing recently? What haven't I been playing? <laughs> but you've I been, feel like you're I've fishing. seen you playing a lot of games. Specifically. I've been playing so, Dead Cells. You've been playing Dead Cells? Yes. And now, Dead Cells is a game that Zed Games has reviewed before, but it's been a couple years and it's changed a fair bit. So tell me about it. Okay, um, I was actually in the middle, I had nearly finished writing my review, and they updated it. And the update has brought in a lot of new stuff that made me very happy, because I was having trouble with the game. It's really hard. It is a roguelite metrovania type game. Shall I explain what that is? Okay, a roguelite is referring to the classic game Rogue and a variation of the genre roguelike randomly generated levels upon my character's death where you lose all items and abilities although some games have certain things that carry over to the next playthrough metrovania is a combination reference to metroid and castlevania where you gain abilities as the story progresses to unlock areas of the map on new playthroughs new paths are unlocked as you collect those permanent upgrades and it's a side-scrolling 2d pixel art game it's very nice i like it and it's called dead cells for a reason because um everyone is familiar with with a little game called dark souls (laughs) famous for being very hard and Motion Twin, the developers, yeah, uh, decided, what if we made a 2D platforming roguelike Metroidvania game that was just unreasonably hard? So hard! And yet, I love the game. And yet, I'm so bad at it. But this is covered in their new accessibility update. I believe it is called... I had the it. Breaking Barriers update, Yes, I Breaking Barriers update. It includes a lot of accessibility settings for people with disabilities. Like me. Yes. <laughs> like you may me. find they have difficulties with just the standard settings of the game. So you can limit the amount of particles on screen if you get really overwhelmed by just a lot of noise there's a no blood mode now where yeah you can filter out all the blood you don't see that if you get a bit icked by it there is a background filter you can have the background just be a bit more washed out you can choose the color even so things in the foreground are a lot easier to differentiate you can get outline options the hero the enemies and the npcs the active skills the projectiles and the secrets each can have a customizable outline on them you choose the color you choose the opacity if you just need a little bit extra help seeing things you can customize the stat colors so if you're colorblind you can get a little assist with that it's great And text size settings, you can scale up the text if you have troubles reading and comprehending the text. And then there's the assist mode. That's for people like me who really love the game, but oh boy, (laughs) are we bad at it. There's a bunch of different options. You can toggle each of them on and off. This doesn't affect your ability to get, what are they, achievements. You can reveal the map automatically. You can auto hit, which you automatically attack the enemies with your primary weapon when they come near. You can automatically destroy doors when you're near. Easier parry, that gives you more time to trigger a parry. Slower traps, so you have more time to, you know, get out of the way. Then you can adjust the damage from the traps, the enemies, 
how much health they have, how much damage they deal to you. And most importantly, you can have multiple deaths. This is now no longer a you die, you get sent back to the beginning. You can choose to have zero lives, one life, three lives, seven lives or infinite lives. You get sent back to your last checkpoint, which technically was already in the game because you could just shut down the game and reload if you died, but the devs have made that official now. Yeah. I like it. I can actually make progress to the true ending. I haven't got there yet because it's still really hard, still a challenge, but I feel less like I am begging my head against a brick wall of I will never get there no matter how I try. Yeah, it sounds like the focus is taking the game away from a challenge to be a challenge for you. Yes. You, you can choose set your own difficulty. Yes. We love accessibility. It's so we good. Do. We do. More games should be like this, I feel. And yeah, it's taken them a while to get there, but... It's hey. also an eight-person team. I don't know much about them. Motion but... Twin was famous at the time, like around the time where the game mm. came out, because the studio, I think they're in France, they are run as an anarchist workers cooperative. Oh. So all of the developers have an equal share of ownership and decision-making power in the company. Ah, so okay. I'm a big fan they of make that. decisions together. All of the money goes back to the people who made the games. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a small portion of it is invested back into systems and that kind of thing. So they can make more games. That's awesome, actually. Yeah. yeah. They're actually now spinning off another portion of the studio with a couple of the original developers who are going to work on maintaining Dead Cells mm. years into the future. And yeah. it's going to be structured a bit differently. But Just the amount of updates they have poured into this game is amazing. Yeah. Before, even before launch there was nine different updates and since launch there has been 29 different updates all of them adding new items new biomes some of them are just bug fixing and added support for the dlc which there are four dlcs available the first one is completely free the rest the remaining three they're i believe seven dollars fifty each on steam but some of them are a bit cheaper right now because there's a bit of a sale going on but just the amount of content that they have continued to provide for this game is amazing. Yeah. It's just, and I love the studio, the uh, their previous games are not very well known, but they actually have like a cult following. I think they had a platform called Twinoid or something. But we have talked more than enough about Dead Cells. Oops, it's a great sorry, game. And it has changed a lot over the years. So if you ever tried it or you're interested in trying it, it's worth going back and having mm, a look. I'd say definitely give it another go. Coming up next, we've got a review of Neon White by our friend, Paul. Neon White is the new game by Ben Esposito you may remember as the person behind Donut County, the highly accessible, quirky, and colourful indie title where you played a hole that grew as it swallowed up a town. The logical follow-up to this is, of course, a hardcore first-person speedrunning game in a demonic anime world that also has cards for some reason. Your character, along with 99 other souls in hell, have been called to heaven as Neons for a 10-day tournament within which you are tasked with helping cull the yearly demon problem. The winner will get to stay in heaven instead of returning to their torment, at least until the next tournament. 
What follows is a series of levels, 125 in total, in various areas of heaven where your goal will be to eliminate all the demons and reach the exit. The interesting twist here is that your weapons are cards. Pick up an orange card and you have a pistol. You can also choose to discard said card, which takes the form of a unique movement ability. In this case, an extra jump. You can hold three of any card and two types of cards at once, which you can switch between. Did it need to be cards? Not really. What it does, however, is make the game incredibly readable. Knowing what weapon and skills you have at your disposal and what will be available in the world is important. Enemies are also colour-coded, so you'll know what card they will drop when killed. What this results in is a game that's as much a puzzle as it is an intense first-person platforming and shooting experience. Deciding when to shoot and when to discard cards is the core of how you'll solve levels, and you're going to be getting a lot of chances to try different strategies because you'll be restarting a lot. Each level has a speed ranking for Bronze, Silver, Gold and Ace advertised once beating the level once. It will also add a gift for you to discover in the level. Unlocking the higher levels unlocks further perks like seeing your replay ghost, a level hint, and finally unlocking the global leaderboards. The gifts you collect are a great alternative way to look at levels. There's no timer you're trying to beat here. Just find the gift and work out how to get it. This may require some clever alternative thinking compared to how you previously approached the level. The hint I mentioned before, which you get when you reach the gold tier, is a marker in the level to help you identify a skip, which you'll probably need to start getting those ace level times. They aren't the only skips however, and I often found extremely tight running of the main path could be enough to get you over the line. It won't be enough to make you competitive though. You can also choose to not see these tips if you would rather work it out completely on your own. If you are so inclined, the global leaderboards are where the real game can begin. Those with a drive to perfect a run and really compete could fall into obsession. I do not have that affliction, however, so I was safe. At least until, that is, friends start to play, then it's Super Meat Boy all over again for me, needing to beat my friends by fractions of seconds. On the competitive side, the only thing the game lacks I would have liked is the ability to watch ghosts of the top level players. I've looked up some plays online and it is intense. Honestly, if you look at footage of Neon White, you may feel intimidated. It's fast and the card system may seem confusing at first. One of the many things the game excels at, however, is the learning curve. While if you are skilled you can jump right in and start chasing those quick times, I was never given a challenge that felt out of line with what I'd previously been dealt. There's also a great pace with a variety of levels. After a particular gruelling gauntlet, I'd often get a level that just made me feel like a badass. There's even one level that made me laugh out loud multiple times just via its design. That's the kind of clever playfulness that only comes from masterful development. Being such an intense game requiring accurate control, I of course did the obvious thing and bought it on the Switch. Truth is, I'd just had my second child and I was going to be at the hospital for a few days and I couldn't wait to try it, so I took the gamble and I was not disappointed. The Switch port is great, running at a stable 60 frames per second, which is certainly important for a game like this. It also has excellent controls, incorporating gyro aiming and allowing you to tune aim assist to your liking. With these options, other than turning the sensitivity up a bit, I always felt in control, which I couldn't imagine if I'd just had the sticks alone. Would I have had faster times with the keyboard and mouse? Yeah, probably, but in my case, probably not by much. But here's the kicker that might help you decide. The global leaderboards are separate on each platform. 
On the Switch, you might find the competition a little more forgiving. On the PC, however, well, only the most hardcore will survive. Also, this brings me to my only real criticism of the Switch port, which is this. It takes about 6 seconds to restart a level. On a decent PC, it's pretty much instant. If you want to go for those high-end times, those 6 seconds are really going to add up. Between missions, you'll be allowed to explore heaven, and this is where the game's visual novel and anime elements really come in. The cast is made up of your fellow Neons, of who you have a past with, and the inhabitants of heaven. Humans can't perceive angels, so in your case, you see them as cats on clouds. Why? Because it's fun, let's not overthink it. You can give the gifts you find in the levels to your various murderous companions in order to unlock dialogue, side quests, and memories of when you were alive. The writing is either for people who really love Hot Topic, or people who really like making fun of Hot Topic. I think both audiences are served here. Personally, I found the characters enjoyable and the writing funny. If it's not for you though, there's a skip button right there. You will want to play the side missions though, because those are some of the best in the game. The game will take around 10 hours to play through. If you want to ace every level and unlock everything, closer to 20. If you're competitive, well, there is no end. There are 125 levels to compete across. It's downright intimidating. Music by electronic punk band Machine Girl is appropriately driving and surprising, throwing everything at you. It wouldn't be the same game without it. When the game was first revealed, I didn't think much of it. The card struck me as a weird choice, and the game aesthetic seemed a little random to me. It took very little time once I started playing it for my tune to change. The game feels amazing, and will undoubtedly feature highly on my and many others Game of the Year lists. It's a masterclass in design, which is actually pretty accessible to a wider gaming audience than I expected, considering its hardcore concept. Neon White is available on PC and Switch for around $35. Thank you, Paul, for that review. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. What a delightful sounding game. Yeah. I mean, you gotta love that Paul just downloaded it while his second child was being born. <laughs> look, he had a lot of time to kill in hospital, yeah, I guess. look, it is pretty boring waiting around in, in hospital waiting rooms. And Believe me, I just know. <laughs> waiting for anything to happen <laughs> in hospitals. Yep. Oh, well. Yeah. No, it sounds interesting. It sounds fun. I mean, I I have such a backlog of games though. I just haven't like wanted to play anything yeah. and then when I do play something that's the only thing I play for a month. I want to play a game. Don't want to play a new one, just want to play something that I've yeah. played to death. Yeah. Comfort games. <laughs> and then you look at like the hours that you've played in your Steam thing and you're like, "Oh, questionable." I really appreciated the line in there, Paul, that um angels can't be perceived, so they show up as cats sitting on clouds. Yeah, I like that one I love as that well. A lot. We love it. We love it. We love it. We and absolutely you know love what it. else I love? Bees. This show. Oh, this <laughs> show. Our listeners. Yes. Yeah. The two of you. Yay! Everything. We love you too. I love the whole world. <laughs> I can see Caroline getting pretty excited about neon white in the background there. 
yes, I looked at the character designs. <laughs> I really like it. I'm a sucker for anime girls with guns. Look, well, if you're I'm... also a fan of anime girls with guns, you should go and just have a quick Google of neon white and uh, see if it's to your taste. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, I'll, I'll stay here with my frog with a banjo. Frog yeah. with a frog banjo. With a banjo. <laughs> banjo frog. Banjo frog. <laughs> it's getting to that time of the night. Well, no. we've got to say, oh. we've got to say goodbye. No. But before we do that, yeah, I don't think I got to hear Ronnie. What oh. you've been playing? What it's, have you been playing? It, Halo. Halo. When I'm meant to be working, <laughs> <laughs> and then I end up working at like are you midnight. Still just, are you still just like messing around with the multiplayer? Uh, yeah, yeah. I okay. don't have money to pay for the. Um, okay, which version are you playing? Uh, like the Halo Halo Infinite. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, right, right, so right, I'm just right, messing right. around in multiplayer. Well, if fun. you enjoy the the aesthetics of the world and everything, um, definitely pick up the Master Chief Collection because it just collects the first four or five and a half technically games, and you can play all the stories. And yeah. uh, it has like co-op on PC and everything. Okay, cool. Well, I'll have a look into it. My only problem is money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you can get, like, most of it. I've bought too many people too many things recently. Mm. Yeah, I I bought (laughs) a bunch of people golf with your friends so that we could play golf with your friends. (laughs) (laughs) And Uh, now I don't have money to buy games for myself. No. That's a love language, I feel. Buying games for people. Yeah. Yeah. So that they play with you. Or Or is it desperation? Well. A little bit of both. Time for all of us to get paid, I think. Yeah. And time for us to say goodnight. Goodnight. Oh, goodnight. Goodbye. Goodnight, listeners. We'll see you again next week. Yeah. Yes. Or will we? Thanks for listening to Zed Games. If you'd like to listen to more, check out our podcast on Spotify. Or follow us on social media at ZED Games AU. See, see you next time. time.